Hey y'all, it's Latte. I just wanted to hop on here and read my reviewer of the week. You guys know I couldn't do what I love without you. I'm always so grateful when you guys send in reviews and ratings and also sharing my podcast. That is exactly how I grow to a wider audience. And I just want to reach as many dancers as possible. Um, the review this week comes from my friend, Danny. Hey, Danny. Her review says, obsessed for somebody who's not too much into podcasts. Latte has definitely found a way to keep me engaged and wanting more every week. Not only is this an essential listen for any athlete or creative, but her tips and advice are transferable to everyday habits and a better, more positive mindset in everything we do. And I love that. Thank you for everything you do for the community. You and this podcast are a jewel. Aw, Danny. Thank you, girl. I appreciate you so much. Um, I, like I said, I love when you guys send in reviews because it really just keeps me going. Um, and without further to do, let's get into this week's episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, a.k.a. Lottie Dottie. This week is episode 13. We're talking all about to film or not to film. So uh, the phenomena of pulling out your phone in class or actually getting it professionally filmed at this point. We're past the iPhone. If you film with the iPhone in class, people is clowning you because the quality, right? So just talking about filming in class, like this whole culture of, of posting online, um, also the pros and cons, because there's pros to filming in class for sure, and there's cons to filming in class. Um, some tips and tricks I use to work with the camera and just like some of my personal takes. This episode is uh, for my dancers. It's for my performers, people that, you know, are looking to tap in more with filming or just wanting to hear other sides. I have I have clients that are completely opposed to filming. I have clients who only want to film. And I think it's important to hear both sides because um, we can learn from everything, of course. Uh, so let's get right into it. So the facts are, y'all, um, it's such a normalized concept filming in class now. I think it's not very uncommon for us to see that part of the advertising of class. I mean, I even know that when I post that I'm teaching, I have to include like who the videographer is. Like, are we filming? And if not, people definitely ask me, are we filming? You know, I be, I think, you know, you want to be prepared so you can look your best. I, I would I would think um, if it's something you plan on posting like professionally, you also want to look your best like that. You don't want to be caught off guard and show up in like pajamas, you know, if, if that's your intention. Um, but also, if maybe that's not your intention, maybe you want to sit this one out or maybe you just want to be prepared that there's going to be lights and all this stuff in your face, you know. So I think um, that's just like a normal part of advertising, um, whether it's filming a pop up classes. I see a lot of people doing like pop up classes and just filming, which that's me. And then I also see people doing 
like, hey, I'm I'm going to teach, you know, round one, round two, and then round three, we are filming. Um, so that's a very like normal thing, too. And, you know, that's good to know, too, because I have definitely dropped into people's classes on the round twos or the round threes. And the way you teach a round two or round three when you're like, we're filming today and that's your intention is so different than your intention when you're teaching around one and everybody's fresh. Um, I've dropped into classes and I'm like, why the fuck does everybody know this? And why the fuck is it like already set and blocked? Like what is going on? And so now I, I do pay attention to that. So I will go to around like around two class because I'm like, well, class is class, you guys. Like you can always learn regardless of if there's filming going on or whatever. But I am definitely more gentle on myself. Like, okay, everybody has done this like four fucking times and filming. So like, don't like stress yourself out if you don't get a picked for a video or if you don't even do the video. Like, it's not that big of a deal, you know? So just knowing the if there is going to be film going on in class is important uh, for teachers, for students. um, So you can mentally prepare how you're going to take class, right? Um, It's kind of interesting because um, I did not grow up filming. Like that was not like a regular thing we did. Well, first of all, I grew up in like ballet culture. Like you would be crazy to pull your phone out in class and like, film that just wasn't a thing and even like like in college too like my teacher I remember being kind of funny about us filming unless it was specifically to practice she was not like letting us pull our phones phones out and film like and I remember one time like even for our big production she was straight up like do not film this is my choreography like we are not filming it and I was like oh shit so like I understand that like, yeah, it is like it is somebody else's choreographies. And actually, I go to classes now and sometimes the teachers like don't fucking pull your phone out and film like that's like a no, no. okay. and so uh, and she's very much the same thing. Like this is my choreography and you're not even killing it right now. So like, what are you doing? Um, And and so I, I get that. But then I also understand because now that I try to go back and like, oh, like, let me look at some of my college footage. I have no footage from when I was in school and I would do um, all of my like duets and like my solos. Like, so it's so sad. But that was just the culture back then. Like, we just didn't film. So now, um, even if I don't feel like I have tons of footage now, so it's like not a freaking big deal. Like I will definitely have some videos to show my kids when I'm 99. But um, if it's something that I'm like, eh, I might want a video of this for some reason, I definitely, you know, snap some footage. And I always tell people too, like, you never know. You might want to like look back and be like, oh shit, like a video of me with doing this song or like with my best friend who I am no longer friends with or like they moved away or something like that. Like, damn, you know what I mean? So for the memes. um, And it's interesting because I do really think that COVID had um, a big part of this because in 2019, when I was in San Diego full time, I was teaching contemporary law and we didn't, we filmed class, but it was very much iPhone. Like it was very much set your phone against the wall 
and then film class. And I like that's what we would do. And it was like normal, whatever iPhone footage. And I'm friends with all day Dolo, a videographer in San Diego, um, who I'm sure I'm going to bring on soon and talk shit. And, um, I was like, he was like, Oh, let me film class. And it was just like a, like his footage was like fire because he uses professional equipment, obviously. And so I was like, yeah, let's film class, you know, and no expectations. Like it was like not even groups. I think it was like a whole mashup of the choreo. And I don't want to brag, but like, I feel like we, we was the one of the, some of the first ones to do it out in San Diego like that. Okay. They wasn't doing it out there like that, but, um, they might've been, I don't know, whatever. Um, but like it wasn't really a popular thing. So then every once in a while I would be like, yo, we're going to film like professionally in class. Right. And so like people would sign up and it would be a thing and he'd make a little mashup and it was cool. And then, so that was like 2019. So COVID happened and I feel like everybody had to get used to filming. And I don't even know if it was on a professional level just yet, but it sure got there quick because we all had to do stuff from our homes. Right. And so even me, like I remember borrowing his lights and I think I used my Nikon. I can't remember what I used as far as video goes, Um, but I had to figure out some sort of setup because I did a virtual class. And I think dancers all kind of were roughly figuring out how to do their own video setups and then some of us my shit I was like fuck this I can't do this I'm like not one of those people I like and it was COVID so I was stressed I was in school I was like this is not it so I was like I'm a step back let y'all figure it out and then I saw some dancers actually really rise to the occasion and start doing these huge tutorials like huge productions with video like professionally not with your phone and it looks freaking great and it's survived I feel like it's survived through the pandemic I mean I don't know are we still in the pandemic like I don't know what's going on (laughs) y'all but I feel like it's um like when I stepped back into dancing in 2021 after I graduated I was like looking around like holy shit like now we is professionally filming classes like Cause people did film classes. Like I obviously, like I remember watching YouTube back in like, fuck 20. What was that? 2006. I don't know. Whatever. YouTube back in those days and watching like Janelle Janestra on like you fucking tube. Yeah, you guys. Um, but it was like phone. It was like phone footage. Like it wasn't like the quality wasn't nearly as good as it is nowadays. And then I feel like in the past like three years, I don't know what's going on. But there's like actually like videographers that specialize in dance footage. And it's amazing because we obviously get such high quality footage. They get content like everybody like viewers. It's like such so much more engaging, like eye catching. It's better to watch. So Um, I feel like a lot has changed over the years on how we uh, visualize class, how we shoot class, how we prepare and perform for just class, which is crazy because it's class. It's not a performance, but it has definitely become like a whole performance. Also, I I do definitely think filming is here to stay. Um, It's really cool to see see how. different choreographers different teachers work with the camera because that's the thing like 
since everybody first, you know, when we first started professionally filming class, it was like, okay, wow. But then everybody did it. And it was like, okay, so how are you going to make your footage stand out? So then people would start playing with the lighting. Right. And then, you know, I see smoke and shit in the background now or like formations. People do like circles or they play with the camera in a certain way or, um, just crazy shit interacting with the camera. Like I see all kind of really cool stuff to do with the camera. I saw um, a video the other day and they used drones like that was the camera. And I was like, oh, shit, that is sick. So like as a creative, it makes you have to think outside the box. Right. Because we've already seen it. We've already seen it like the the straight shot. Like it doesn't matter how stunning the the quality is, like give us something different in it. So even me when I'm uh, not so much for class because class to me is is class. You know, we're learning. But if I'm ever doing like a concept video or something, um, I'm definitely like super mindful of like what ca else can we do here because this has been done before. So how how can we do it in a different way? You know what I mean? And uh, what's and I think that also um, how we watch things on like reels and TikToks like. Bro, have you seen the transitions that some of these fuck these motherfuckers be doing on just t like TikTok? They're crazy. I'm like, how did you think of that? That's so clever. And so it's like, okay, like you're a choreographer. Like I'm a choreographer. I'm like a mover. Like how can I take something and put my spin on it and do a cool transition that way? And so, um, and then you know we have the internet and reels and TikTok, obviously. So things are getting shared at shit such a faster rate than than youtube back in the day so um i think the just the creative like fun competition on how to do things in such cooler ways and and what your spin on it is just is it's limitless you know and it like i said it's here to stay so seeing everybody just do their own take on things is so cool to watch um it also takes practice um i how you choreograph for camera and how you choreograph for a production and how you choreograph for a live performance and how you choreograph for a competition or you, like a show like a show is so those are such different ways to choreograph and I remember when I did one of my first concept videos it was a contemporary concept video in 2018 it was it was me and I was working with a videographer friend and I was like, I'm doing one take because that's what I was used to doing in college is one freaking take. That's all you get because it was a live performance. I didn't um, I was not familiar with like being able to choreograph a section or re and then restage and then choreograph something else and then editing tricks and like things like that. I was just like one take. It'll be cool. I got it. Bitch, that was the hardest shit I not I've ever done. But that shit was hard. I remember doing take after take after take because the camera is also not forgiving. Like if you're going to have one toe out of line, the camera's going to catch it. I'm letting you know right now. Humble thyself. Humble thyself very quickly. And so I was like, damn, this is hard. Um Obviously, I got it done and I was like, shit. OK, so next time I do something like that, noted, not doing one take, going to figure something else out. And 
I feel like since I've done more concept videos and then just doing music videos now, I'm like so much more fluent on how you can structure things in such an eye-catching way. And not that I'm like the best or anything, but like I feel way more comfortable now um, doing things for film or like short, give me like 30 seconds, boom, like something like that. Um, yeah, because it's, it's a way different than choreographing for like a live show. And I feel like as a choreographer, you have to stick with the times. Like if, if you have clients that are just working with, you know, internet and film and uh, like reels and TikTok, like you need to know what you're doing. Like you can't just give them like some straight choreo that's like flat, that should be viewed in a theater. You know what I mean? So um, it's pretty cool and it, it takes practice and fine tuning, of course. Um, but let's get into the real conversation. That's just like my little, my little take on it. Uh, well, let's talk about the cons first. Yeah. Um, so then we can like end on a high note. Uh, but let's hit these cons up because there's a lot of cons to filming in class. Okay. So listen, um, I hate, I mean, I hate, but like, I think that sometimes, um, choreographers and teachers can use class as just an excuse to film themselves. And I like, I, I can't stand that. I, I feel like if you're going to do that, just like do a concept video, dude, like just do a concept video. Um, I feel like if people are paying for class, you should give them class. Like, don't use class to like film your video. Honestly, in all my beginner classes, I don't even think I, I never even film myself. I'm always, I always just like let them do their thing. Like I, I never. And then on top of that, I've been to classes where the teacher's like, yo, let me do, I got to do it again. I'm like, oh my God, not, I paid $40 for this, for you to get a video. Like, do you know what I mean? So that's definitely a huge con. Um, people focusing more like on the video and um, like specifically the choreographers just, just just do a concept video friend it's totally fine like no one is judging you for like spending time and you would probably feel better too honestly because you would get the time you wanted because I know how it is like sometimes you like want your choreography shot a certain way and you know and you want it clean and this and that and like I feel like class is just like not the time for that like set aside like two three rehearsals pick a group of people get it done then boom uh but leave class for class because people definitely paid for that <laughs> um another con students only coming to class when it's going to be filmed this is a huge thing also for me because the whole time that they're like in class they're just worried about the filming aspect and they're not focusing on the training um I've never, ex I, like I said, this is a foreign thing for me. Like growing up, we did not film. Like it was not a thing. Not even like the only time we would film is towards the end of our, uh, like we were getting ready for a show and like the week before, like our teacher would film the whole thing and we would sit down and watch it and take notes on ourselves. And she would come to each of us and say, what notes do you have for yourself? Like that's, how I've always viewed it. So um, I've definitely have had classes where people show up and they're like dressed to impress baby. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying like, maybe we focus on training too though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, 
we focus on training because the whole time you're like in the mirror touching up your makeup you're switching shirt like crazy you guys like i said i've been an instructor for a while so i've seen some things uh changing outfits mid-class uh you know just focus on the wrong thing um also I feel like the video will come like I have students who are like really focused on the video and it stresses them out all class and then they can't train. And like, listen, the more that you focus on like the video, which actually doesn't matter, the video is just like a supplement. It's just like and I know that like it's today's culture to like I have to get a good video for class. But like, no, you have to train and the video will naturally come to you. Then if you are just doing your thing and like really focus in on your training and your quality of movement, you're going to get picked for groups. You're going to get like the camera is going to come to you. You're going to look good. You're going to feel natural. You're going to feel comfortable. Um, you're not going to feel like you're going to freeze up every time the camera is out. So I would say just like don't if if this is like your if you're like a beginner, maybe um, don't focus so heavily on getting videos. Focus on your training right now. And I promise I promise you it'll come. I promise I did not. And even now. Oh, my God. Do you guys know I and I said something the other day on social media. I'm like, I hate that people don't think you're training if you're not posting. Like, I think it's ridiculous. Because, bitch, if you know how many classes I take in one week, it's out of control. Um, my bank account is like, girl, you need to stop, please. But, like, I'm not posting because I'm not filming. And, like, I specific like, they'll, you know, call groups and stuff. Or, like, I get the video and I'm like, eh, I don't need to post it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about the video because I'm focusing on the training right now. The video will come. You have to just trust your training, trust your process. It's going to come. Don't worry. But right now... Focus on your training. That'll serve you so much better. Um, the next con I got is teachers only filming friends or certain students. Now, this one is tough. It's really tough and it's really sensitive. And I get both sides because, like I said, I'm an instructor. I'm a teacher and I am also a student. So, Talking for the students, it is very frustrating when you go to a class and you know that like <laughs> this group of people got together before class and they like learn the choreo and then the choreographer is like, who should I pick? And like picks like we know that you're going to pick like this group of people like, you know what I mean? Like everybody's been training, you know what I mean? Like with you like all weekend, like they know the choreo, you know what I mean? Like, like I say, a girl just like do a constant video, but like. The thing is, as a choreographer, we want our work to be showcased in the way that it is supposed to. And I know that in one class setting, typically students don't get every single detail of the choreo, obviously. So, uh, yeah, sometimes we workshop on people and then we're like, OK, go do my choreo. You know what I mean? Like showcase the choreo as it's supposed to. Um, because we also need to promote our classes. So I, I do get it. And like I said, you, your choreographers, like we're, we're like working as well. We, we have to showcase our work in a certain light, right? Like in the best light. Um, not that our students are not, it's just like, it's a different, uh, quality of movement. You're like learning, like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, does that make sense? Like, are, okay. So if I take class with like Yanis Marshall, 
He teaches one choreography. I learned it in one hour versus like his like trained group of dancers who have done this dance so many times. Like obviously he's going to post their choreo or like their like video, obviously, you know what I mean? Because it's showcasing his work in a better light. Um, Either way from the dancers and the teachers, like you can't take anything personal with that. I know sometimes you don't get picked and you're like, fuck, why didn't I get picked? Um, sometimes it's like you are like it could really be as simple as I didn't see you back there or like it could be so simple as everybody's wearing red and like you're the only one in blue. Like it could be something so dumb like that. It really could be. Um Sometimes like we have so many people in class that we, I'm just like, who am I going to put in a group with who? Like it stresses me out. Like teachers that are able to like m- do groups so quickly, like in that little short period of filming, I like applaud you because it is stressful. And so like in my classes, especially my beginner classes, I just say, if you want to film, go out <laughs> Four people on the floor. Like I'm a fan of that because I don't have time and like the the focus, uh, especially for my beginners, the focus is not filming. It is not filming. It is class. So I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um, But I do understand when teachers take the time and actually place people into groups because uh, like you need it to be like aesthetic too. So if you're a student, my advice is please do not take it personal. And like I never take it personal. And then um also watch the people that do get called out because maybe they're doing something that like the choreographer likes like maybe their facials are there or like a quality a type of quality of movement or their textures or something or um they're telling a story or i don't know but like watch the people that get called out because um it's a lesson and that's fine it's nothing personal it's okay um, and you're not going to get called out for every class. Like I don't get called out in every class. Like you say, you're not going to get called out in every class. Can't win them all. You know, it's okay. And for teachers, I also want you to be very, very, very conscious, cautious, conscious, conscientious. Ciao. Don't get me. No. Um, I want you to be mindful of the way like you're posting these groups because I have had conversations with my students um, and they've said things like, and even me, like I be, okay, I'll be going to people's classes and I see the people in the classes, but then the teachers like only posting like skinny girls or something. Do you know like a certain body type or something? Um, So like, I wish that teachers were more mindful of the types of bodies they were posting Um, because sometimes it's not always the people that represent the students that make up your class. And I think that that's important. I feel like it's important to like represent the people that are actually in your class supporting you. Um, So I would say both sides could, could definitely learn about the whole like filming and getting picked for groups and picking groups and all that so and that's definitely something I've learned too like my students have made me aware like yeah like we like to see all types of bodies we like to see all types of um people or like the people that actually go to your class um I kind of post my like 
uh my like long-term people <laughs> like that's my thing like if you've been rocking with me for a long time i'm gonna post you um that's kind of my thing is is uh longevity and like that kind of stuff but um i do um i think it's very important to post all types of bodies and all types of representation all kinds of all types of colors and etc Beautiful. Um, another one. Okay, so this one happens to me actually. I didn't. I wasn't really aware of this until I took Tia Rivera's thing, and I think I told you guys about this story. This like not looking at the camera thing. Like sometimes the camera comes out, and like there are times where I'm like I'm don't care about filming today, especially like these last few weeks. I'm like I literally do not care about filming if I get called out for a group cool like I don't care um and then there's times where I'm like if I get called out for the a group I'm gonna do my best and for me like what happens is where I'm at if the camera is like not in front of me I get so ADHD with having to look to the side I like just zone out in the mirror so I think that there's like this weird like ADHD stress that happens with me and the camera and I know I'm not alone because this I've had this conversation with other people too where the filming like or if the camera is too much like in front of me which it's going to be in front of you girl like you're dancing and it's filming you hello I get so freaking distracted you know what I mean and sometimes I'm I'm on point and I can like work through it and just seamlessly not like look at the like seamlessly look at the camera and like keep centered and sometimes like me and the cameraman are just fighting um my friend like my friend Jamil like all day dolo this used to happen to me all the time like when he would film like I don't know just where he would be would just like be pissing me off so I it never happens with Abby though Abby shout out Abby that's my videographer um but nothing personal Jamil it's just like I think like I don't know their levels might be different just you're gonna have to work with different videographers and everybody is different so um and yeah you have to just learn how to work with your videographer so sometimes it's there and I'm like okay like I got this and like I can look straight into the camera I'm not stressed like or like maybe they're like off to the side and I'm like fuck like if I look over there, I'm going to like lose my spot and like get all frazzled. So it's very distracting to um, work with the camera. And the best, 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 best thing that I always tell my students is if you have a fear of the camera, if you get easily distracted by the camera, if you just want to feel more comfortable in the camera, you need to go to the studio with your friend, have them grab the phone, your phone, put it in front of your face. And I need you to just freestyle. And I need you to be serious too. Like, no, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I need you to focus like you would in class and freestyle with the camera in front of your face. And I need you to lock eyes into the camera the entire time. Like, no looking away. You have to expose your therapy yourself. Otherwise, you're all, every time the camera comes out, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get distracted. You're going to get nervous. You, The only way through it or the only way to get over it is through it. So, or is that the quote? I don't really know, but you, you have to expose your therapy yourself, seriously. So, um, practice. So like I said, the more that I'm in front of the camera, I'm like less stressed about it. But if I take like classes that like specific, like my foundation classes and stuff, like 
if they're they don't typically film and then i go to like a high performing class i'm like oh shit i forgot about all the lights and the cameras and the action and now i'm a little bit frazzled so um definitely um practice that <laughs> Ooh, another con cost um it's not cheap to film class like um it's it pretty expensive sometimes and depending even how you film class so like for my coaching students everybody gets a solo like that's just part of my like program and it's not like everybody gets a solo it's like we've been working this entire time the solo is kind of like like i said exposure therapy so um that's a cost and as an instructor you have to decide are you going to pass that cost along to your students or is this something that's going to be included in your price? And are you going to keep price low? So that's something to think about because I hear people complain about that too. Like, damn, I go to classes and then after class I have to pay and I already paid for class. It should be included. It's like a whole thing on its own, honestly. Um, I know and I feel like in L.A. it's pretty normal to have the teacher pay for class. I don't know the prices, but um, that's like a normal thing in San Diego. We have like, you know, you can fill out a survey thing or like a QR code and like receive your receive your footage and like it, the, they'll edit it and like it's a whole separate thing. So depends on the market you're in, like L.A., San Diego or wherever you are. Um but like, that's a thing. It's expensive. And like, are you going to pay for that every single time? Um, as choreographers too, like, I'm like, do I spend the extra money? So then people come to class when really they should be coming to class anyways. Um, or do I just have class for class? And if I have class for class, are people going to come or do they literally only come because they want to be filmed? Imagine would people still go to class if it wasn't filmed? Hmm calling y'all out right now hmm. maybe i'll do a survey <sighs> um and then on top of that so cost um who actually owns the video like asking for footage from the choreographer does the chore like yes you're in the video but like that is the choreographer's choreography so who like owns that you know what i mean like I've definitely, I've gone to classes and I will never see that footage. <laughs> and I'm not asking for it either. I will die before I ask for it. That's like, don't do that. Um, but I know students that, or I know people that are like, yo, that's my body. And I like even concept video and stuff. People are like, yo, that's my body. I want my footage. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, who owns that footage it gets kind of sticky when you get into that situation too so posting for likes this is i hate this i hate this so much um posting i think gets like it turns into this whole like self-worth thing and i know this because i talk to dancers and i hear people like oh, I posted something, but I only got this many likes, probably the algorithm, this or that. And, you know, you're not wrong. Like Instagram does have its uh, algorithms. I don't know. But like at the same time, if you post something and it gets four likes, is that going to ruin your day? 
Are you going to let it ruin your day? Don't let it ruin your day. Um, it, cause it doesn't take away from your training. Like, <laughs> that's why I laugh when I'm like, I hate that you have to post like I'm training. Like whenever I go to 88, it's like, I always post like not, not recently, but like I used to post like the sign because I'm like, Oh, if you don't post it, your training didn't count. Doesn't, doesn't cash in. Right. Because it's like this whole, like, yeah, your, your training didn't count if you didn't, if you didn't, uh, post it, right. If you didn't get your video, but like no one can take that away from you. I'm sorry. Not even Instagram. Um, I post shit all the time and it gets like four likes. Like it's not that serious. You know what I mean? It doesn't take away from anything that you're doing, but the sad reality is there's people that really get hung up on that. And I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, it does not matter. What matters is how you feel about the video. So if you get your video back and you're like, I fucking did bomb in this. That's all that matters. And if you post it on Instagram and it gets one like, so be it. But yeah, just don't don't let the likes, don't let the engagement tear you down. I want you to focus on how you feel about the video. That's what matters. That's truly what matters. Uh, this last one. Okay, listen. I'm serious. The internet is scary as fuck. I am terrified of the internet. Y'all motherfuckers scare me, okay? I'm so scared to get canceled. I am so scared for an employer or someone to pull something up on my internet or on my Instagram. Like, I, I don't know. I just, you have to be so careful about what you post. And I know I sound like a fucking old head right now, but I'm telling you right now, Shit. I'm so glad that like the internet, TikTok, whatever, all that was not around when I was wilding out when I was 20, go going, because there's oh my God. Oh my God. Um I mean it was around, but it's it wasn't like a huge thing like it is now. It's just crazy. Um and some of the outfits that we be wearing to class are wild. Like they're like slay, for sure slay slay but like slay and like if you post this and your grandma sees it or like if your boss sees it is it going to be an issue at all just if if not then fuck it and if you don't care then fuck it but like me like i'm in healthcare and there's a reason why on my socials i go by only my nickname like you cannot social you cannot find me via my government name i don't want my government name associated to my dancing at all <laughs> because i that's the last thing i need is like a patient or employer or something to like find my shit i'm very like weird about that in that way i just don't like to like my work knows I'm a dancer. It's not that deep, but like only my other dancer coworker like sees my page. You know what I'm saying? And like, I know a lot of us work like corporate jobs or like, you know, have families that are modest or religious or whatever. And it's like, yes, fucking slay, wear the thong to dance class. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying if you post it and your cousin happens to be your friend on Instagram and shows your grandma, is it going to cause a big uproar at Thanksgiving? 
I don't know. I'm not in your family. But I'm just saying it's something to be mindful of. Uh, I don't think I've ever had that issue. My grandma pr- kind of knows I'm, I'm pretty crazy. Both of my grandmas know I'm a little crazy. But I also, like I said, I don't really be posting like... I'm kind of modest in that way. Now, if I had to do a job where I had to wear something, which, I mean, obviously, sometimes you do, um, I might, like, be like, okay, Grandma, I'm wearing an outfit. Like, <laughs> but I don't even know. Well, I, obviously, I'd post it on the gram. <laughs> Duh. But, like, yeah, like, just be mindful of what you post on the internet. Like, if you're wearing something, dancing in a way, dancing on somebody, doing something, something, something. Like, it's there forever, and people can find it. I'm so serious. So I hope I've, I hope my old head has drilled that enough for you. Okay. Uh, enough about the the shit that's a drag. Let's talk about the pros because there is actually a ton of pros. Okay. Because um, I do love filming in class. I think, and I feel like we're per- dancers are performers. Like sometimes. Like I, I love when I get to the point where I feel really comfortable filming. And I, I do feel like that most of the time. There's just like my little ADHD moments, whatever. But um, we like to tell stories. We like to um, bring people into our world. And that's actually the first pro is being able to communicate your story and your passion to a wider audience and use this awesome technology that we have and be able to um you know share to such a wider audience that's so cool we have the technology to do that like that's how like i remember (laughs) i think we can all share this being in our rooms watching youtube watching like i said janelle janestra like on at millennium and being like so inspired like learning the dances um And we could do that because they're filming class. You know what I mean? Somebody was like, let me film this on my phone and like upload it. And now we are professionally filming class and able to do tutorials and live streams and lives and uh, whole ass websites. And it's just so cool to be able to do that. And and because we have the technology to do that. And, And then also, like I said earlier, with like using different lighting and fog now people have and like staging and and being able to just tell this story and bring out these emotions in different ways and using all these tools because it's it's really just tools um I just love it I feel like creatives are like I said giving more getting more tools getting more play things more toys to use and it's really cool to see how other people use their toys um like I said earlier with the drone I like I just try to think whenever I see things like that, I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? And it's not even like a, like, well, what can I do this better? Like, it's like a, that is so clever. Okay. What can, how can I do something clever like that? What has not been done? And like, there's a lot of shit that's been done. So you gotta be pretty clever to think of some stuff. So I love it. I think that it's really cool that we're able to use film in that way. Um, and editing tricks. I love like transitions. I love like that's why I love working with um, my friend Jamil because I feel like we're, we're we get into our creative bag and we start trying to think of things that are outside the box because we hate doing we're like what else what what hasn't been done which angle can we shoot this from that's like so cool so I love that we get to use film and work with videographers in that way because videographers are really creative as well obviously they're a different type of creative 
So it, it's it's letting us expand and and work with people in that way. Um, I also another pro that I have about filming is we can use it as a tool for growth. And honestly, that is my number freaking one. My number one, um, whenever I would film growing up, like I said, I didn't really film growing up. But whenever we did have that rare moment where we were filming, it was only for self-critique. And when I get my videos back now, it's self-critique. It's always self-critique. Um, this is how I've improved my facials. My facials were, I don't know what they were doing before, <laughs> but they look a hell of a lot better now. And I don't even think about it, but it's because I watched myself and saw the things that were not working for me that I was able to fix them. Um, and even now, like what I'm working on recently, like these last two weeks is my arm movements, um, and hip hop specifically, Avi. um, I'm able to uh, like I'm working on like trying to engage them differently because I'm so used to being flowy ballerina, right? Soft, graceful. And I'm trying to dance from a different part of my body, like more of my back. Well, I always dance with my back, but like in a more uh, engaged, hard hitting way. And I feel like it only just clicked for me like this week where I can actually see the difference on film. So like that was huge um, because I feel like I've been working so hard trying to figure that out where that's initiating from. And when you can see it visually, instead of just like thinking like, oh, is this working? Is this working? Well, you don't know. And like you're sometimes you're not the best judgment or like the judge of that. Because in my head, I'm like, I don't know, child. It's not working. And then I see a video and I'm like, oh, shit it's working. That works. Let me do it again. And then let me do it again and again and again until it's second nature. That's how you can use video as, as growth. You know what I'm saying? Um, also using it to acknowledge yourself. It's okay to watch a video and be like, I look good. Like I, there's times where I watch my videos and I'm like, bitch, slay, fucking look good. Like, and I don't even, sometimes I don't even post those. Like, it, it's okay to like watch videos and genuinely enjoy yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think you should do that more and then find what you like about yourself. Because like I said, posting on the internet is not a good, like I, everyone's going to be in your comment section talking about slay. Like your real friends will be like, bitch, why are you looking down so much? Why is your arm doing that weird thing? Your wrist is doing that weird thing. You need to fix that. Like those are your real friends. <laughs> Um, but like use, use the videos for yourself, use them to feel good. If you need to feel good or use them to critique if you want to grow. So I, I really love that we have the technology to do that. Uh, the other pro obviously is for mems. You gotta have the videos for mems. Uh, like I, I try to get this one across to my students because I have some students who are like, I don't want to film. I don't give two shits about filming. I don't care. I get it. I totally get it because a hardcore like you're not there to film. You're there to get better. I 100% agree. But when you are a wrinkly, no, never wrinkly. Take that back. When you are, an, when you are a, a, a wise old lady, you're going to want to look back and you're going to want to and you're also you're going to want to see when you were not so good. 
because I look back and I'm like, wait, I want to see when I was like my first video of wearing heels. God, please let me find that. Oh, man. My first class wearing heels. Chunkiest heel ever, girl. Chunky heels. The fuck? Chunky ones. Little chunky two inch, maybe one. I don't know. Weird. Weird heels. I don't know where they where they were from. And I want to find that video so bad just so I can look and be like, look at me now. That's crazy. And like, you're going to want, you're going to want the videos. I promise you, you're going to want the video. You And you don't have to post them. You literally, I went to class the other day and the teacher's like, I'm going to blow your mind. You don't have to post shit. Everyone's like, oh shit. You don't, you don't have to post anything, but you're going to want the memories. So always opt to just film maybe once a week maybe once a week once every two weeks just for memories just so you can give them to your grandkids and tell them that you were a bad bitch I mean they're gonna know that already but Uh, another pro is skill clips um aka dance reels so okay Dance rules, yes, like showcasing your best moments. But I like skill clips better, and I can't remember where I heard this from. Um, but like specific videos of you doing specific skills, like a video of me only doing ballet, a video of me only doing heels, a video of me only doing hip hop. Those are those are skill clips, um, and that is really important for booking reasons. People need to see what you can do. If we're, if I, if like on my Instagram, you go to my Instagram, I have no videos of me doing ballet. Do you believe me that I'm a ballerina? No, you don't. Um, Do I, do you believe me that I can do like on my page right now? If you go to my page right now, I think I have a majority of heels. So like, that's why I haven't been doing a lot of heels classes because I'm like enough, enough heels. Like I'll take a heels class now and then but like right now I'm really trying to up the hip-hop um yeah like it's a good way to showcase everything that you can do so with that being said showcase everything you can do not everything you can't do um and I also like thinking of this I'm probably gonna go on my Instagram and delete some things because You don't want to like post a class that you're clearly struggling in. That's like not a good look. And that also goes back to posting just to say you went to class. Like I fall victim of that shit too. Cause I'm like, bitches, I go to class. I swear just I don't post it. So every once in a while I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to post like a progress. You know what I mean? But like, do I really want to be posting progress on like, do I really want to post a video of me struggling through the choreo or do I want to post a video of me thriving? Literally at this point in my dance career, I only need thriving videos on my Instagram. Like maybe the the progress goes on the story, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, because if someone's trying to book me and they go on my page and they see me struggling through this first eight count of whatever, like that's not a good look. Do you know what I mean? So definitely like post videos of stuff you can do well on your page. If that's your intention to try to like book and stuff, that's what I would say. Um, so yeah, like with that being said, I think I'm going to go on my Instagram tonight and delete some things. Cause I definitely have videos up there of me like trying like 
working hard like fuck that fuck that fuck that delete it delete it delete it (laughs) there will be there will be if you're focusing and this is a note to myself if you're focusing on your journey there will be times where you get a good video of you doing that skill don't post a struggle a count it's not a good look uh also with that being said a pro to having good shit on your instagram is getting booked off of instagram i've been booked off of instagram it's how we communicate do you know what i mean so i think it's pretty normal for people to like click the email or dm and so um yeah i think that having it's it's like your resume right your your instagram is now your resume you want to showcase that and you wouldn't put on your resume like i kind of know spanish like that's ridiculous you're gonna put like fluent in this leave spanish off if you don't know spanish then leave it off so like on your instagram if i'm like yeah, I, I can kind of keep up with no girl put put the stuff you can do ballet heels hip hop will come you don't need to post a struggle eight count it's totally fine <laughs> um, another pro I think that videos can also battle imposter syndrome and I said this a couple episodes ago not a couple ago I think it was like episode four or something um, if you ever are doubting your abilities Go go stalk your shit. Go Instagram stalk your shit. And like do the thing that everybody does and watch, look at your Instagram from like outsider eyes. Like you, you ever post a story and you're like, let me look at it from somebody else's point of view. Watch my story again. <laughs> like go look at your videos and just watch you and like scroll through and you'll start to be like, oh shit, she's that girl. You know what I mean? And it's you. It's it's really easy to forget sometimes when you're on a roll of like growth or like, you know, doing your thing. It's really easy to be like, I'm not good. But if you sit there and you like look through your progress, there's it's undeniable that you're, you've gotten better. It's undeniable that you've gotten better from from week one to week 38. You know what I'm saying? So um, great way to battle imposter syndrome. Highly, highly recommend. And my last pro that I have for us today is going back to uh, what I said about working with videographers, other creatives, just finding new ways to innovate and be creative. I, I love this and I have this, um, I love, I feel like all my creative spark comes in the car for some reason, just turning on music. I think listening to the, listening to it in the car where I'm like, okay, what can we do with a video concept that hasn't been done before? What if we film it like this? What if we film something upside down? What if we film it through different lenses? Like there's just so many ways to innovate. It's really limitless if you are open to the challenge. Um, If you're not open to the challenge of, you know, of technology and how it's progressing and, things like that, then it's going to be difficult because you're going to want to stick to that uh, framework of just, you know, stage or just competition or this. But, you know, we've get we've gotten this tool, this this film, this reels, these TikTok. I sound so old. This reels. What are these? Oh, my God. Um, But we have these this new technology now. And so what are you going to do with it that hasn't been done? That hasn't been done. That's the key. Can't do what everybody else is doing. You can, but where's the fun in that? You know what I mean? So finding different ways to have your own voice in um, 
the technology that we're given. So love that. Love that for us. So the whole filming aspect of class is just it's definitely interesting. Um, like I said, I've I've definitely been heavily in- influenced by YouTube days. Um, T-Melly TV is one of them. And Janelle Janestra watching um, all of her videos at Millennium and seeing the progression of how they've been able to play with the camera and like what I can do. And um, you, you really just got to keep up. <laughs> you really got to keep up with the technology that we're, we're given. So um, don't feel bad if, if you're still kind of feeling weird about being in front of the camera. Um, there's days where I, I love being in front of the camera and there's days when I love being behind the camera and it's definitely practice. You have to practice doing both. So don't feel like, uh, you're never going to get it. You will. You just need to practice. There's been, there's definitely been times where I, I flopped at both being behind and being in front of, and I feel pretty comfortable in both in both uh positions now but it took me a second to get there and if i take a break um i i get a little bit more self-conscious about coming back to it but that's that's being fucking human dude (laughs) you got to practice things if you want to you want to be fluent in them if you want to uh feel good at them um another example too is uh tiktok reels and um tiktok reels oh god i really sound old now tiktoks and reels um i was like so against this for the longest time i was like i fucking hate this like it's not real dancing it's not da 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 it's sure not real dancing to who you know what i mean like yes i'm used to like the staging and the traveling and all that but like it's very real that we have phones now hello and on a phone, you get, you know, this little square to dance in. So no, you don't get to travel this huge distance. You have to stay in the phone. And guess what? It's an, it's, it's takes practice to learn how to do that. And I was really just so against TikToks and reels for the longest time. And then lately I've been like, you know what? That is a great way to like boost engagement and shit. Like I, I really have to get, um, I really have to get over it. And so um, me and my friend have been have been doing those and I've been trying to explore like, okay, well, what can I do in 30 seconds? Because also TikToks and Reels are like 30 seconds. Like think about it. You have 10 seconds to get someone's attention. So yeah, sure. Like in a typical like dance show, you have time to build the whole storyline and this and that. Well, on TikTok and Reels, you have 10 seconds to get someone's, engagement 10 seconds to get someone's um attention so are you gonna adapt and learn how to do that or are you going to sit back and like not not get with the times you know what i mean and so i was like fuck that i'm getting with the times so i've been also trying to explore tiktoks and reels and what i can do in this little this little freaking box here but all that being said i really yes like you know, filming is great. We we have um, we have all this technology at our fingertips, like I said, and all these new tools. Um, but I really do love when teachers take the time to hold space for no filming when they are specifically like, "We're not filming today. We're not filming today. Come to class, no cameras, just 
just you because it does take sure a little bit of the pressure off um we're so used to getting done up like i said for class because that's what you you have to present yourself in a certain way when the cameras are out and do your best but so i just i really do love and appreciate when teachers are like absolutely no phones and actually i you're gonna get in trouble if you bring the phone out and don't film (laughs) because it takes that takes the pressure off and then I and then we're able to just focus on the quality of movement because at the end of the day babe it's it's like I said it's not about how many likes you get it's not about posting online it's not about your grandma saying it well of course you want grandma to see it it's about the feeling you get it's about you um feeling good about like the movement that you're doing and the quality of movement that you're doing like if you, if there was no more videos, if there was no more filming anything ever again, like, would you still dance? I would hope it would be yes. I would hope something as small as, as, as that wouldn't um, affect your love for the art. So, yeah. Uh, that is my take on filming to film or not to film. That is the question. Uh, stay tuned because next week I have a very, very special guest coming on the show. Um, I'm going to be doing a part one and part two. So I have two special guests coming on the show. I'm so excited. Um, a couple weeks ago, I asked a question on Instagram. I asked two questions on Instagram and y'all was, y'all went off. Um, you guys were talking, we were talking about class etiquette, uh, shit that you're doing in class that's pissing the students off for the teachers and shit that you're doing in class that's pissing your choreographer off. Um, so I have a choreographer friend coming on and then I also have a friend of mine who's a student with me and uh, we're just going to talk about both sides. So stay tuned for part one and part two of that. Um, you're gonna want to hear all of these answers. Cause like I said, I had tons and tons of people write in and there was some really freaking good ones. So we can all learn from both sides. Let me tell you. And if you enjoyed this conversation, make sure that you send this podcast to a dancer, athlete, creative, um, who, you know, they have a, a, a take on filming. I would love to, I would love to know what your guys' take is on filming. So leave me a comment, leave me a review, DM me. I love a good DM. Um, make sure you like, you subscribe and leave me a five-star rating if you are on, I think it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I don't know. Um, and also, if you leave me a rating, you guys already know, I will read your review. Or if you leave me a review, I will le- I will read your review at the beginning of the next episode. So that's all I got for this week, you guys. And I hope you have a fabulous week. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.